0: Hi, my name is Ava. This is your Truth For Your Twenties podcast with your host, Katie Bormer, my mom. Enjoy listening!
1: I was the girl who looked for love in boys and Bacardi and wouldn't be caught dead at a Bible study. Now, I wrote a book and record this podcast about how I learned that God isn't a bunch of rules, but in fact, He gives us absolute freedom. I also speak to college women nationwide about how my background in marketing led me to see the $100 million power of influence college women have over the marketplace. Yet these same college women are crying into their latte over some stinking boy. Basically, I've learned that today's 20-somethings are believing the same lies I believed when I was that age. And I am on a mission to replace those lies with truth. People call me a big sis, an adopted mom, or my favorite title, a cool aunt. But however you think of me, my heart is to be who I needed when I was younger and to bring you the best available truth for your 20s. We have a Facebook group. The Truth For Your Twenties Facebook group is brand new. It is growing fast, but the party is not complete unless we have you there. This is the place where every week we're going to have Ask Katie Anything. You guys, I'm here for it. Bring your questions. We are going to have your feedback about what you want to hear more about on this podcast. It's a place to network with other world changers all over the nation. Not to mention you guys get insider scoop promo codes, freebies, and lots more fun too. So head on over to Facebook, search truth for your twenties in groups and join the party today. You know, if you've been here for more than a minute, I like to talk about this message of finding your voice, which typically talks about, you know, finding your brave and finding your passion. But I have since gotten to know Sally Prosser on The Wonderful World of the Internet. And Sally talks about finding your actual voice, meaning your breath and your inflection. See, I can't even say the words. She's going to teach me so much today. But Sally uses The Wonderful World of Internet to do these short videos to teach us how to use our voice well. And she even has a course of teaching people how to use their voice. So I'm really excited for her to share her wisdom with us today. Sally, tell us how to use our Voice, I'm so excited. Welcome to the show. Katie, thank you so much for having me. Yes. Tell us a little bit about what you do. And you're in Australia. Tell us about that, all that good stuff.
0: Absolutely. So I'm in Brisbane, Australia, which is in beautiful Queensland. And not to make you feel jealous or anything, but we do have sunshine like the vast majority of the year. So it's a beautiful place nice. to live. And Yes, I, to give you a bit of background, I started out as a speech and drama teacher when I was younger. So if anybody listening has done a Steadfords and poetry and acting, that kind of thing, I did that. But then I went into television and radio news reporting. So of course that was a job where you had to use your voice a lot, and I found there was a lot of young reporters who didn't really have much training. There's not much training at universities. I'm not sure what it's like at colleges over there for journalism students. So I started helping them on the side, and then I went into public relations, and I was the spokesperson for our city's water and sewage company. Actually, <laughs> so I was like the oh, glamour nice. girl for sewage, and so I was speaking a lot then, and. A couple of years ago, I decided to leave and do this full time because I found that there are a lot of people who have this amazing knowledge and these amazing things to say, but just lack the confidence and the know-how to do it. And so that's my mission now to help everybody not just find their inner voice, but know how to use their physical voice. Inner voice paired with a physical voice. I feel like that's an unstoppable force right there. (laughs) Yeah, I think that our real voice is a megaphone for our inner voice. So that Mm -hmm. self-talk is so important, which is why your podcast is so helpful, because once you can get that inner confidence, your real voice is unstoppable. Like I often talk about, think about your swim up cocktail bar voice. All right. So let's imagine the world when we could go on holidays and we're all relaxed and feeling good. We always sound good when we're on holidays and relaxed. Yet what happens is when we get put in other situations, which might be, you know, a job interview or having to speak, you know, at a networking event or meeting new people, we get a whole lot of tension and that makes our voice sound not quite like we'd like it to. And I'm sure everyone can relate to being in that situation where you'll say something and think, oh, that came out weird. <laughs> Why did I sound like that?
1: Oh my gosh, that's so true. So I'm curious, right now in Chattanooga, Tennessee, it is Wednesday, July 22nd at
0: 7pm. What about for you? Oh yes, I'm coming to you from the future. I am. (laughs) It is 9am on Thursday morning.
1: That's what I thought. And we are in the heat of summer, July, where it's very hot, but it's cold
0: there. Is that right? It's winter? So this is the beautiful thing about living in Queensland. So we are in the middle of winter, but we still get up to... Oh gosh, I bet I should have checked the weather bureau before this, but we're having warm days. I'm sitting here in shorts and a t-shirt in the middle of but winter. But it's, <laughs> but it's winter.
1: It's winter. Well, I think that's so, yeah. so interesting. Yes, because I remember being, gosh, we had I was married and had kids and I'm sure I learned this kind of stuff in school, but I was reading a book and it was talking about in July and it was a especially cold winter. And I was like, wait, what? And then, of course, I realized that the book was based in Australia. But I just think that that's such a, something I want to point out because my 20-something-year-old friends probably don't make that connection. And I love to point that out because what I hear a lot of times is them say, oh, everyone is doing this or it feels like everyone. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's talk about everyone. Do you mean what, what day is it for the said everyone? What season is it for said everyone? Anyway, it just kind of helps you bring it to like, let's talk about everyone for a second.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's the same as when people talk about they, they say, or what will they think? And I'm like, well, who are they? Who are they? (laughs) Although in saying that, my uh, my older sister lives in Tasmania, right at the bottom of Australia, and my younger sister lives in Melbourne, and they are having, you know, much, much colder weather than I am.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so crazy. Okay, so my friend from Australia who helps people – unlock their voice. I love that. Well, I have listened to several of your podcast episodes, the most recent one, and I believe the beginning of your, in your most recent season as well, talking about confidence. And I don't think that we can hear enough how to find our confidence. And I love, I wrote down what you just said, that our real voice can kind of be a megaphone for our inner voice. So talk to us a little bit about confidence.
0: It's the million dollar question, isn't it? Confidence is something that we all want to have a bit more of. There's lots of different ways that we can come at this from. I believe that we want to think of confidence as a feeling, not a fixture. I hear people say, oh, well, I'm just not confident or she's confident and I'm not confident. Like it's she's got brown hair and I've got blonde hair. You know, it's it's not, well, that's not really a fixed thing either, is it? You can change your hair colour as much (laughs) as you like. But when you think about confidence as a feeling, you can say, okay, well, some days I feel happy. And some days I feel a bit frustrated. And if I treat confidence, just like an emotion, then I can find some strategies to feel that way. And in the last episode of my podcast, I talk about a few strategies that I have when I need to feel more confident and everybody's a bit different. So for me, one of them is to do some exercise, even though I don't really feel like it when you're not feeling confident. If you can get out for a walk, that can help boost that feeling uh trying something that you're don't think you can do and I know you found me on TikTok and I remember learning a TikTok dance because I'm not a very good dancer and it took me so long to learn it and even then I couldn't do all of the moves but I had a go and I put it up and I felt like I'd achieved something and that also helped my confidence so I guess the message is is it's something that you have to work on
1: (laughs) every day like a muscle yeah yeah, like a muscle. I love what you said about, and I actually did this before an important call recently. It was such great advice of recording on your voice memos on your phone, like a little a little pick me up to yourself. Talk about that. That was brilliant.
0: Oh, Katie. Yes, I forgot about that one. That's one of the main things I do. It's, it's a bit embarrassing to admit, but it does work. I'm a big believer in affirmations and mantras and breaking down the negative self-talk and replacing that with something more helpful. And so instead of, oh, I don't want to speak or I don't want to do it, think I'm grateful for the opportunity rather than, oh, who wants to listen to me? No, they want to listen to me and not feeling like, oh, I wish I could just crawl under the table right now or disappear. Think, no, I deserve this space. So on my phone, I have mantras. I'm grateful for the opportunity. They want to listen to me. I deserve this space. I have other ones that say, Sal, this is what you do. And even though I don't like people referring to themselves in the third person, (laughs) I, I find that that does help. There's nothing quite like hitting play on your phone and hearing your own voice telling you what you need to hear.
1: Yes, I am a big believer. Actually, I've done this several times, but written letters to myself with the same kind of idea. Like Katie, I'm so proud of you. You know, you took on this project. It was really hard. You didn't think you could do it. it. It was frustrating, but you you came to the other side. You you overcame. I'm so proud of you. But there really is something to hearing your own voice. And I'm sure there's so much psychology behind the power of your voice, but hearing it. So I did that recently on a big call. We had just this actually this Monday night and I was getting a little nervous and I'm like, okay, Katie, they signed up because they want to hear what you have to say. You are the girl for this job. It was just really, really empowering. So thank you for that.
0: Yes. So good. (laughs) And then I once you have that. the mindset, there are lots of physical things you can do. because some people say, "Oh Sal, you're like a counselor, <laughs> And even though some days I feel like that. I've been you know through a lot. I'm sure we all just like to share our own experiences and what we've learned. The main thing that I do is work on the physical side of voice. So once you've got your mindset, as good as it can be. And you've got that inner confidence. Then you start looking at your body. And so it's getting rid of the tension, rolling your shoulders, imagining that you're wearing beautiful, big Victoria's Secret angel wings. You know, if you imagine you're doing that, then your shoulders will come back. And you also have the feeling that you take you take up more space than you do. I think women, especially, we feel, you know, we're trained, or trained might be the wrong word, but we're constantly being sent messages that we have to play small, I believe, and be small, but we don't. We want to deserve our space. Walk into a meeting and don't be afraid to put your hands on the table. Put your I know we're all working from home at the moment, (laughs) but let's take Zoom, for example. On the Zoom call, have your hands in view, shoulders back, head up, not crouched over the laptop. All of these things that won't just make it easier for us to breathe, which is a big part of voice, but will also give the impression that we're proud of who we are and we're proud of what we have to say. And that energy will be picked up by the people who listen to us, hopefully.
1: Yes. Okay, can you tell us a little bit more about just kind of the nuts and bolts of, you know, in I, I hear this beautiful Australian accent and to me, well, of course it's it's easy for you and I'm sure you get that a lot, but I know that there's so much more to it than just having a, a great accent. So how can the average person have a better have a better voice and present themselves better
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely and it's funny because in Australia I have people who tell me I don't sound Australian which is a bit silly because I, really? yeah, I do have an Australian accent we have a bit of a rising inflection quirk over here where we go up at the end of every sentence hey mate how you going we're going to school today we're going to see a kangaroo <laughs> you know that kind uh... of always going up at the end and that's something I find to be quite common with oh, young women, I will say. It is common for lots of demographics, but especially young women. And the reason that we do it is it's because we're not backing ourselves. And what I mean by that is in our speech, we only use a rising inflection when we're asking a question that can be answered by yes or no. Are you feeling well today? Yes? No? <laughs> so what happens is, is when we use that inflection or intonation, when the sentence is complete, we're giving the audience the cue that we're, we're not finished and that we're asking for validation. I call it the intonation of validation. So we might say, oh, I've had 20 years' experience, and that's really yeah. asking the listener to tell us whether they think yes or no. Ah. And so in a job interview, for example, that can be quite I don't want to say damaging, but not not a good thing because we're not instilling confidence in the people who are doing the hiring. They are thinking, oh, this person doesn't sound very sure. I don't know if they have 20 years experience. They seem to be asking me the question if they do. And the reason we do it in those situations is because, and I'm sure you've been there as well, Katie, is we want to make sure we've answered the question. And so we'll keep going up to make sure that we have given all the information. But that pattern doesn't make it sound like we're sure. And so what you want to be doing when you're speaking is rising when you're not finished and then falling when you are. And that gives it a confident ending. And I might sound all quite technical, but this, these are some of the things that we cover in my course.
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. Tell us about your course. I've signed up because I'm so excited. I cannot wait. So what is it that you offer? What kind of online course can people sign up and tell us more about that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I run a course, it's on Facebook, it's called my six week voice makeover. And what's great about it is the six fundamentals that we go through can be applied to any speaking scenario and I'll take you through them briefly now. So the first one we've covered, which is mindset. So it doesn't matter whether you're going into a podcast or a conference speech or a Zoom call or a webinar, you've always got to check your mindset first. Then week two is all about our body and our posture and are we grounded and how to get rid of the pounding heart and the butterflies in the tummy and the, the dry throat, all of these things that we could all relate to, right? And then week three looks at breathing because oxygen fuels our voice. So if you feel like you're out of, if you feel like you're losing your voice, it's likely that you're losing your air. Mm -hmm. And so we want to be able to get the breath in low and deep. Imagine that you're breathing into your bottom. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So you imagine you're breathing nice and low. And then we want to get that air to flow out as we're speaking. So this is an interesting little experiment. Put your hand in front of your mouth and say something like, hi, how are you going? And feel if you can feel the air flowing onto your fingers. I realise this isn't very coronavirus safe. Uh, (laughs) Wash your hands afterwards, it's fine. (laughs) Absolutely, wash your hands afterwards. You want to be feeling that air hitting your fingers. When we get tense, we tend to speak like this where we're holding our breath. So we speak with no air flowing through and it gives it that really restricted tone and it can be a little bit of a crackle. And so breathing is really important because once we can get that flowing, then it sounds, the tone is nicer and we sound more confident. So that's that's week three. Week four is all about buzz, which is the vibrations, and a lot of women especially say, Sal, my, my voice is too high-pitched. I don't want to sound like this. I don't want to sound like a little girl. And I believe or I, I know that everybody, no matter what your age or your gender or your size, If you use the voice that sits in the walls of your chest, then you're going to have a deeper tone. Mm -hmm. So we go through that. Then week five is all about the clarity of our speech. So making sure we warm up our lips and our jaw. It might sound funny, but a lot of people would go into a speaking, a speech or even a podcast or something like that and not do any speech warm-up. And that's like going into a race, like a running race, without doing stretching or warm-up. And if you always do that, then you might get an injury and you're not going to perform as well as you can. So it's 9 a.m. here, which isn't, isn't that early, but I've still been having my nice cup of tea and doing some voice exercises to make sure that I didn't sound like this when I got on the call with you. <laughs> so I talk all about that. And then the last week of the course is all about expression, so how to not sound boring. And, again, that applies to everything. So, of course, anybody who'd like to join, then please get in touch and I'll make sure that you get the early bird rate as well.
1: Wow. My my mouth is dropped open right now because there's so much to this simple thing we use every day called our voice, but we are often not using it to its best ability. I, this is so fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> I signed up for your course because here I am, you know, I have a podcast and I get paid to speak to colleges, but I haven't invested in my voice and I want to be able to do this to my best of my ability. And I'm so excited that you, you provide this skill,
0: you provide this resource that is not talked about enough. Yeah. I love that. And Katie, you sound beautiful. One of my big philosophies is that the most important thing is to have a good relationship with Mm -hmm. your voice. People often walk in and say, Sal, can you fix me? (laughs) can you fix me? And I say, no, there's no problem. There's no problem here. It's just about us getting to know our own voices, getting to know how we, what it can do, how we can use it. And with that comes great confidence.
1: There are still a lot of unknowns for fall semester, but one thing I know for sure is if you are a sorority woman listening to this, your sorority is going to need some motivation when you get back. Let's talk about making a difference in the community, setting positive trends, changing the dating world. Can I get an amen? And getting back to your founding sisters' dreams of sisterhood that held each other to a higher standard and never let each other fall. You guys, I'm now booking both virtual and in-person events for fall semester. I would love to bring this message to your sorority. I would love to talk to you about how I truly believe sorority women can be the change we need to see in this world. I know it from a marketing perspective. I have tons of research to prove. You guys are trendsetters. Let's talk about making trends that matter. All the details you need can be found on my website at katiebolmer.life or simply send me an email, just katie at katiebulmer.life.
0: Often we drop into our default voice and our default voice is just the voice we have without even thinking about it. It's like our default breathing. We think that breathing is natural, yeah. but breathing is actually habitual. It's a habit that we formed over many years. So if we can change the habit of the way that we breathe and we can change the habit of the way that we use our voice, then it's amazing the impact that we can have. And so often I say people people will come back and say, oh, my gosh, I tried that technique where I lowered the pitch of my voice and then raised it at this part and people were shocked <laughs> and they started to listen. And I said, yeah, absolutely.
1: Wow. Well, you might've answered my question talking about just having that relationship with your voice, but I'm thinking about here in Southeast United States where a lot of people talk like they And then is there a way or, or should <laughs> there be a way to perhaps get
0: your voice a little less
1: of an accent if your accent isn't
0: necessarily preferable? Yeah, of course. Of course. And I do have a podcast episode about accents. Again, mm-hmm. I don't believe people should just change their accent because your accent is such an important part of your identity and especially in the world that's becoming more and more global, even though we're not physically travelling to each other at the moment, it is a global world. And so it's not necessarily helpful if someone comes over here and learns how to speak like an Aussie, (laughs) you know. But if you feel that your accent is something that you, you feel is holding you back from getting the best results that you can, then you absolutely can change it or soften certain sounds. You know, I'm working with a couple of guys at the moment who are from Glasgow in Scotland, and if you've heard the Scottish accent when it's very fast, it can be really difficult to understand. Mm. And so they were saying, oh, we're having some meetings with important people and we don't like how they have to always say, sorry, what was that? Sorry, I didn't get that. And so there's certain vowel sounds that we're working on just changing so instead of sure, you say shower. Oh, wow. <laughs> Things like that. So it so you can be better understood. And so in an international setting when you've got executives, for example, from lots of different countries, it's good if everybody can neutralize their accent a little bit because it will make it easier to understand. So I think the main thing with accents is to be really clear on why you want to change it.
1: Can we just all have your accent? <laughs> oh
0: no. <laughs> You don't want to sound like me. It's funny. You know, Katie, I get a lot of people who write to me and say, oh, wow, Sal, you're such a beautiful voice. I could listen to you all day. But I equally get voices, that get messages saying, you're really annoying. I can't stand uh, listening to you.
1: <laughs> there's critics everywhere, I guess.
0: Oh, look, you can't please everyone. So there's no point trying. Amen. Say it louder. Put it on a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why it's so important to be pleasing yourself, you know, and that's why it's all about the relationship with your voice and feeling in control of it. No,
1: that's so good. I could just, I think that your voice is wonderful. So you could be talking about the phone book and I'd be interested. So I think that this is so fascinating. Well, I have a quick question. When you were talking about going through your course and some of the things that you talked about, I would love for you to share maybe a quick warm-up as we go into a podcast episode, as we go give a speech for class, as we're walking to to ask a guy to on a date. There can be so many different things. You want to make sure your voice is at its best. Are there any good warm-ups that you can show us?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So there's one that I call BBB, which is body, breath, buzz, body, breath, buzz. And it's an easy way to remember. So first of all is body. And that is checking in with any tension so our bodies are musical instruments and Katie I'm not sure if you play anything but I I used to play very poor keyboard (laughs) but whenever you play a musical instrument the first thing you have to do is set it up hold it correctly I played cello in seventh grade (laughs) oh yes well that would be a perfect example the first thing you have to do is get get it set up right especially when the cello is quite a big instrument right you need to (laughs) make sure you've got a hold of it and our voice is the same so the the first thing you need to do is be getting rid of tension in your shoulders watching your posture lifting your head up grounding your feet you know imagining that your your legs are tree trunks just that every woman (laughs) wants to hear right you've got legs like tree trunks but that way you can imagine the roots are stretching into the ground and you're feeling really grounded so that's the first one the next thing is breath so you're going to be breathing low and deep and then do a little sigh like, ha, ah. ah. ha. <laughs> now that might sound funny, but try that first thing in the morning and you're gonna crack, crackle, crackle, crackle all over the place. So you're looking for a smooth sound. Ah. Then we go to buzz, and buzz is like making your lips go like this. I'm not sure how to, I'll just demonstrate it. You wanna do.
1: Sure. This it? is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Okay. Amazing.
0: Uh, yeah. Great. And then you play around with that a bit. So you can do the car, which is a low pitch.
1: <laughs> I'm thinking if someone tunes in the podcast at this point, they're, they're going to think that they found the
0: wrong place. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It takes a bit of practice. Now why this is so great is your lips have to be totally relaxed wow. for it to work. Then you can do yeah. When well, I've got a podcast episode on this, and I'm like, if you're on the train or a bus, it might be a yeah. bit awkward. <laughs> you can do the telephone, which is the high pitch. Oh gosh, I might need a little cup of little drink of my tea now I can't myself. This one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Yeah, That's close. <laughs> Great, and then you go into what we call the roller coaster, which sounds like a singing warm up, which is low to high. So.
1: <laughs> I <can't tell> you. <laughs> oh, man, I, okay. So my lips are just not relaxed enough. Is that the problem?
0: Yes, yeah, so they might be a little bit relaxed and also not relaxed. And also, you might need to have a drink. They need to be moist. This is why often it's good to practice in the lipstick that you're going to wear mm. when you speak. <laughs> Practice in your lipstick and practice in what you're wearing because often we'll be around the house, we'll practice our speech, we haven't got makeup on, we've got comfy clothes. And then when we go to present or go to our interview, we might wear a a nice pencil skirt or a jacket and we'll put nice makeup on. And I'm not sure if you can relate, but I've got a couple of lipsticks that really dry my mouth out. (laughs) So it's important to practice. It's also a good hack to make sure you haven't got lipstick on your teeth. All right, so you're so you're looking checking in with your body, you're getting rolling your shoulders and then you're doing nice deep breath and then ah and then And that's it. That's a good quick quick warm up anybody can do. I'm trying again. I'm laughing every time I do it. That was better. <laughs> so good
1: so good okay body breath buzz that i feel like is going to change lives that's amazing
0: yeah and there's lots of different warps you can do that's just one that's quite easy to remember
1: body breath buzz you guys if you your roommates you're going to tell all your friends you're going to start practicing on your college campus and you see some guy in the corner doing his buzz that's good like good you got it brother you got it like cheer (laughs) each other on We're going to make this a
0: thing. <laughs> That's actually the, the um, I actually have a video describing that warm up on my website for free. So if you go to sallyprosser.com.au, uh, then you'll, you'll see a link there and you can you can watch me do it on video. <laughs>
1: awesome. Well, this is a perfect time to give a shout out of how they can find out more about you to find this amazing body breath buzz video. So your website, Instagram, tell us all the good stuff.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, so my website is sallyprosser.com.au com has been taken, so I had to put the AU on the end. Yeah. <laughs> and on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, I'm at Sally Prosser Voice. And also connect with me on LinkedIn. I used to use LinkedIn before I became a little bit TikTok obsessed. Girl, but I still do use LinkedIn
1: sometimes. <laughs> I feel you. I drank the TikTok Kool-Aid as well. But it's such a wonderful platform. And I love how you're using it to educate people on voice. I actually pointed you out. I'm part of a mastermind group. It's a group of other speakers, authors, things like that. And a lot of them aren't on TikTok. And I'm like, you guys, this is a perfect case. This is an example of this woman. I found Sally Prosser using this platform to show her expertise, to teach others about what she does. And then of course, you know, offer her courses and things that she does. I think that's brilliant. And it's been a really good lead generator for you. Is that correct? Absolutely, has been. Yeah, it's it's helped
0: with, I guess, PR. Like I got an article in the Daily Mail. I know it's not that reputable a, a, a publication, but that went global, so that wow. results in a lot of people inquiring, and I absolutely love it because that's always been my vision: is to help as many people as possible find their vocal confidence and their vocal courage, and. So often voice coaches or elocution teachers, you know, people have ideas that, oh, you just do that if you want to sound posh, or you just do that if you want to be a professional speaker, or if you want to be a journalist or an actor. But what I really want people to feel is that, like I say in my podcast, no matter who you are or what you do, your voice matters. And so unless you've sworn a lifetime vow of silence, then I think everybody can benefit from getting to know how to use their voice better.
1: Amen, sister. I just commend you for what you're doing. This is such a market that is needed. I have never heard of a single person telling us how to do body breath buzz, yet how valuable <laughs> to do anything in life, to, to walk into a meeting, you know—to to go onto an Instagram story or TikTok, to put yourself out there. It is important to make sure your lips are warmed up and all of that
0: is so powerful. I think that you've just really helped so many people. Yeah, and in my course last time there was such a huge range of people. There was a woman who wanted to have more confidence to teach her Pilates class. Mm. She found those people in Pilates, you know, I don't know if you've done a Pilates class, you're on your back and it's quite hard to follow as it is. Yeah. <laughs> if you like me, but you uh she said that they were, she was hard to hear. So she wanted to improve that. Other business owners who want to do Instagram stories, but are too scared to go on video. And then of course, just people who professionally speak on stage and want to get more skills. So it's just such a huge variety, which is what I love.
1: I love that. I mean, like you said, unless you have sworn a lifetime vow of silence, it is for you. So that's so powerful. Well, Sally, thank you so much for spending your time with us, for educating everyone who's listening on how to use their voice better. I think that everyone is going to want to dive into your content and learn how to, I'm excited to dive into the other exercises that you have. That body breath buzz got me so excited. I want to go see what else you have.
0: And actually, Katie, you've also got one of my other courses, which is how to love your nerves and glow with confidence, which was actually, you know what, if anybody's listening to this podcast and you let me know that this is how you found out about the course, then I will also give you my how to love your nerves and glow with confidence course, which is what Katie got because it was for the first people to sign up, but I'm happy to offer it to anybody who's listening. But yeah, absolutely. There's lots of more information in that course about strategies that you can use to get that inner confidence and go out there and be heard and not be afraid channel your inner toddler you know toddlers just get out there and go for it
1: they do don't they i just watched my brother's 4-year-old and 2-year-old and no fear why why would i be afraid i'm just doing it just <laughs> do it
0: do it and you know what look at photos of yourself when you're when you're little i find that to be a really good exercise as well look at a photo of yourself when you're a toddler and channel like would that person be proud of how you are right now? Mm. And what would you say to that little girl? And I think it's a really good exercise to give you a little bit of a kick up the pants in a way yeah. <laughs> to just get out there and, and stop hiding.
1: Oh, that's so good. I read a quote one time. It's like, would the nine-year-old version of yourself be proud of where you are today? And nine is older than a toddler. But still, that's such a powerful thing to kind of think about that little innocent, fearless,
0: big dreamer. I mean, and she's still in there. So let her out. Yep, totally agree. So if you're listening to this and you'd like to join my six-week voice makeover, just contact me on any of my socials. So Instagram, TikTok, Facebook at Sally Prosser Voice or on LinkedIn, search for Sally Prosser. And just let me know that you're signing up and you heard about it on this course so I can get your name and make sure that I can give you the free course.
1: Yay. Thank you so much for offering that to our Truth For Your 20s listeners. I'm really excited about other people diving in to find their best voice. This is this is going to be awesome. Thank you for your generosity with that.
0: Oh, my pleasure. I look forward to it.
1: All right, guys. Well, Sally, it has been such a pleasure. I love hearing your accent, but mostly I love hearing your wisdom, how to use our voice well, and I hope that everyone else g- gains some wisdom in that as well. Thanks so much for having me. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. Take a screenshot and put this up on your social. Tag me at Katie Bulmer Life. By the way, I love your DMs. I'm just a regular girl who responds to all my DMs. I never thought I had to clarify that, but apparently, some people don't. You actually do me a favor when you reach out and tell me what you want to hear more of because I'm no longer a 20-something, but my passion is to keep my thumbprint on the pulse of what you guys are walking through, what you want to hear more of, what resonates. So please reach out. Do not be shy. And lastly, those of you who leave a review on iTunes is the best possible compliment you can give. Thank you so much for joining me, and I hope that you gain some truth for your 20s
0: hey my name is hannah boomer thanks for listening to my mom's podcast bye (laughs) and our work here is done